Hi, I'm Mozzie and welcome back to Football Talk Podcast. It feels like it's been a long time since match week one. Um, a lot has gone on. I think a lot of transfer deals have happened, uh, which we'll talk about uh, in more detail throughout the episode. Uh, but yeah, we've got lots to talk about today. So top five, uh, we will be talking about our best players. Um, so Sid, start away. Who's been one of your top four performers um, this week? Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Zaha. Zaha. Oh, yeah, so you can talk to us a bit about the game in general then. Um, highlight Zaha first and then you can tell us what you thought of your beloved United's uh, performance as well. I'm not even... I think with Zaha, it's not anything new to what you guys are seeing. No. It's just the way that the front three of Crystal Palace on that day... Ayu, Townsend and Zaha was just full pelt against United and it was just, we couldn't keep up with them. And for me, Zaha, he clearly came with a point to prove, not that he hasn't played at Old Trafford since he left, but something about his performance today, he's been ready. And from the first game of the season, he's been on it. But um, he's just too hot to handle and it begs the question... I think we'll probably talk about this in detail when a bigger club will go in for him. Yeah. But um, I mean, you asked me after the game, what was my view on United? Yeah. Honestly, I'm happy that we lost. That's just a weird reaction. It is. Why it is, are you happy that your team lost? It's a weird reaction, but I'll be honest with you. Like this will highlight the frailties we have within that team and the squad. Yeah. And if you don't take note from these things... You can't be helped. You know, I'd yeah. rather we lose than we win and then we mirror over these or paper over these cracks like it's going to go. My friend, yeah. no. Like, we need to buy. And this game for me highlighted that. Of course, I'm annoyed. Don't get me wrong. But the grand scheme of things, it's working in our favour. But yeah, Zaha for me was one of the standout players. What about you? Yeah, Zaha was amazing in that game. He was, just, I feel like, terrorised your defence all game from first minute. Um, in regards to United, a lot of fans are saying that, oh, it's, they're blaming basically Woodward, that, oh, he should be recruiting more players and stuff. But for me, as an outsider, I think it comes down to Ole. I do not rate him as a manager. It comes down from coaching. You do not have a, a squad that's not talented. You do have some good players in your team. So, obviously, every team needs improvement in some areas. You can always bring better quality. So, in terms of numbers, you have the numbers, but you might not have the right quality at this stage. So I think you've guys, you know, continuously being linked to Sancho. This is, I'll be honest with you, it's getting a bit boring now. Because I'll be honest with you, not because I'm a rival fan, I don't think it's going to happen. And it's just like Sky Sports are just doing it for the sake of clickbait, where they're just talking about it every day. And it's just not going to happen. Let's be real. Um, Dortmund aren't a selling team, so they're not going to sell just because Manchester United want a player. So, um, I think, but it's also dependent on what he wants, I think, as well. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he's settled at, that, at this stage right now. Um, and I kind of thought that last year as well because he was performing so well, but you know there's still areas he can improve on as well to live up to his potential. And plus, they've got some amazing young players coming up as well. So they've got the uh, Bellingham as well, who just made his debut the other day. Uh, so we've got another British guy there. So that's good for him in terms of like uh, bonding with someone else. And they've got an American player, uh, Reina, as well. 
who plays on the left wing, who's top talent. So, you know, it's a good place for him to be to, you know, continue playing. There's no rush for him to leave, in my opinion. So, uh, but yeah, back to the game. Zaha was just amazing. I I think we mentioned that last episode as well, Sid, that I don't know why no one's bought him yet. He's mm. just such a great player. I think it's basically down to the price tag that Crystal uh, Palace have set. Um, personally, if I was an Arsenal owner, I would have bought him a long time ago. He would have mm. been perfect for that team. Being an Arsenal fan as well, it just ticks all the boxes, you know? So, yeah, it's a strange one. I hope, I hope he does get me because I think he thoroughly deserves it. But it's one of those ones where at this stage, there aren't any links, to be honest with you, with, with Zaha. So, mm. hopefully that changes it changes for him as time goes and we've only got a couple of weeks left now I think maybe even less than that so uh, we'll see how it goes on for him another player I think we highlighted last week but he's had another stand-up performance is James Rodriguez mm-hmm. but last week he had a good performance but this week he actually scored um, me personally I thought he wasn't going to do well obviously it's early days he's only played two games but, but why, why he's showing signs um, injury record like he hasn't really performed to the highest level since um, since when he became the the face of the World Cup a few years back, um, I don't think he's, I think injury records has kind of messed him up a little bit in terms of his, his level of performance. But you know, if you got if you see his numbers, they aren't bad to the clubs that he's played for. Um, I think he just wanted to be at a team where he's kind of like the main guy. Mm. If you're at Real Madrid, that's not going to happen with you know Cristiano Ronaldo being there previously. And then Bayern as well, they're not that sort of club where they rely on that one player as well to be the, the face of the club. So um, it was always going to be tricky for him. But um, I actually didn't know that he went to Everton on a free. I thought it was they actually paid a fee for him. I'm not sure if you know that. Yeah, I heard it was um, he went on a free transfer. No. Yeah, so there's, there's no kind of clarity to what they do is. But regardless... Um, Ancelotti's done a little masterstroke there, getting him on. Obviously, it's the pull of the manager. No offence to any Everton oh, fans yeah, uh, that are watching, but that's the pull of the manager where he can get those kind of players, that calibre type of players, into the club. So, I mean, let's be real. He, he was never going to go Everton. Like, we can be no. nice about it, but he was never going to go Everton without <laughs> Can't be diplomatic, mate, you know? Can't no, be diplomatic. No, but it, it, it's, it's real talk. Like you said, I think Ancelotti is the sole reason he went there. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's like most of the, the three midfielders that they brought in. Listen, Alan, right? He's going to be the God. one. He's just that's the that's the game changer, in my opinion, that type of signing. Mm. Because he will just clean up the pit whenever he's playing on the pitch. The defense will be a bit more short as well, having him in front. And then the attackers can just do what they need to do. He will mm. be a big play a big role in their season, in my opinion. Yeah, so so you know, fantastic uh, recruitment on their part. Next player is Son. That I feel like me and you for obviously scoring four goals, but I kind of think it something that watered down his performance was Jose um, gate crashing his interview and saying, "Oh yeah, Kane's the man of the match." You can tell how disappointed he was as well, Son, when he, when Jose said that. I didn't like that personally, but I know how Jose is because you know I'm sure you've watched the. All or Nothing uh, documentary with Spurs mm-hmm. on Amazon. Um, he he likes to kind of like poke people and try and get a reaction out of them as well, like in a psychological way. But that for me was wrong. Like he scored four goals. I know Kane got four assists, but 
it's the goal scorer. I don't know if there's a gender because he's English, like give him the higher praise. But listen, Son scores four goals, amazing goals as well. You know, four goals in two games, like leading top scorer with uh, Calvert Lewin. Deserve his props. I don't know why he did that, but yeah, you know, you, is... you could probably shed some light. You know, he's he's uh, a former manager of your club. Do you know this? This will probably be the beginning. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but mark my words. In the coming months, I can sense issues between him and Son. And yeah, Son, Son will be like, if someone makes a bid for me, I'm out. But think about it. You've scored yeah. four goals, and your manager's openly telling you you shouldn't be man of the match because the other guy got four assists and scored one goal. So how does when that make has sense? someone got that many assists? Got praised like that? I've never heard of that. It, no one it, scores four goals in a Premier League match. Let's be honest. It's unreal. And for me, this is... You, I get what you're saying, psychological, but this is probably no, I don't why... Agree with it, but I think that's no, what no, he no. did. I don't agree with it. No, but I'm saying this is probably why he's not Mourinho of old because he's still doing these nonsense things which are clearly rubbing people up the wrong way, yeah? And yeah. it's like you, you and me playing football in the park. Yeah. You score 10 goals and I'm going up to, you know, Johnny on the pitch because he made a sliding <laughs> tackle and saying, oh, mate, you're the best player on the pitch. Yeah. Well, not today. Aussie is. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And that, that's Mourinho. Yeah. I think he's, he's got, he hasn't got a lot to learn because he's done amazingly. But I think Mourinho course, needs yeah. to just know when is the best time. Yeah, that wasn't the right time. It's very early on in the season as well. So you'd normally do that to a player who's slightly not underperforming as well, but Scored four goals. So come on, that's that's like maximum levels there, right there. So yeah, I was a little bit disappointed to see that, but um, yeah, but yeah, props to Son. Um, yeah, gave me a lot of points in fantasy football, which we'll talk about later yeah. on in the episode. Um, so another player that for me stood out over the weekend was Mopé. Uh So he scored a couple of goals, but despite his goals, for me it's the team as well. I'm quite impressed with the way Brighton are playing. Um, I think. A lot of people they want they might have been favourites to to get relegated, but I think there'll be a, a surprise package if I'm honest with you. That's the team that will be the as in they won't say like challenge Europe or anything, but I think they'll finish quite. I think think they'll finish top half. That's just yeah. my kind of prediction right now. Like just going across their team, Lamptey. I think we highlighted him last week. Yeah, he's amazing. He just looks phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, ben White as well, uh, who was on loan last year with Leeds United. He just looks like a baller, literally. For a centre back, he's just got all the he's techniques class, that he isn't needs. It? He's not, he's not um, John Stones, because you know that's what. That, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when he came into the and they're like, yeah, he's gonna play that sort of tiki taka football. No, like Ben White has got amazing ability on the ball, and he's a good defender as well. At the same time, like he can smell like a tackle coming, and he's just like he knows what to do basically. So, um, um, couple... not in that caliber, but. In a no, sense no, of yeah. his poise, like you know, the ability he has, his play, yeah. and he can snuff out challenges, you know. Yeah, and, he can, he can, you uh, know, he's, yeah. he's for the future, literally. Yeah. I think I can see a lot of, I think Liverpool have been linked to him quite heavily, but they've just signed him to a long term contract due to the fact that his value will increase as time goes on. So, yeah, I can see next year being a thing where the big clubs will be hunting him down as well. But yeah, they've been they've been amazing to be fair. So I think we'll see a, I think we'll see a lot of star performances in their team um, as time goes on. So so yeah, I think that's it's been an exciting match week too. Um, so on to our next topic is something that's been trending over the last couple of days is uh, Mika Richards and Alex Scott. 
um, unfortunately have been trolled online regarding their roles at Sky Sports. So a lot of single-minded people, to politely say, um, believe that they've only been given their roles in Sky Sports due to their race and also their gender um, with Alex Scott and also due to the Black Lives Matter movement, which I, I don't understand. It's not. I don't think it's based on that because they were employed before as well, before all of this happened as well at the same time. So uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on this, Sid. Like, uh, what, what do you think? Like, is this... Why are people thinking like this? It's not the right way of looking at it, you know? So what, what are your thoughts on this on this situation? You know, I'm, I clearly can't see why people are thinking like that. But, um, mm. you know, because then it would help to understand why the world is like this in general. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it you got to look at it two ways. There's this thing, Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, of course. That's one thing. And... You can see in media and in television, they're clearly making more of an effort to get their people of colour more involved in TV, yeah. you know. And now people are taking that and purely basing assignments or recruitment because of colour. But exactly what you're saying, if you look at Makai Richards, he's been making great strides over the last six to 12 months. Mm. If anything, he's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I've, I've expressed that on my... If you follow me on Instagram, I've I literally ex I've expressed that so many times. I feel like he's the only pundit that I actually enjoy listening to right now. Yeah. He's a breath of fresh air and he literally just speaks his mind. And it's like, he doesn't say with any biasness at all, which is what I love in a pundit. Like, you, we all have our affiliations, but at the end of the day, your job is to be neutral as well at the same time. And you can just tell he knows the game, he understands the game as well at the same time. Mm. Mm. You know, and you can argue Alex Scott has been in sports media for four or five years, shall we say? BBC. Well, know, she's educated in sports journalism. Yeah. She's got a degree in sports journalism. So it's not like she's just been thrown in because she's a female. She's been right. educated to do this role. She's got more than anyone in terms of credibility to be someone that hosts a program or is a pundit on a program. She's mm. won over 100 caps for England. Yeah, and this is it. I think, you know, if people want to think like that, then they're entitled to think like that. But, yeah. you know, you can base it on the fact that they are talented. And yeah. it is every four, five, six years, maybe, there is a change in personnel within yeah. the sports channels. You know, it will come with football focus. It will come with match of the day. It will come with Sky Sports, whatever. Yeah. The fact that they're black, it doesn't matter. You it's know, irrelevant. Need, it's irrelevant. We need to look beyond that because we could have placed, ah, sorry, apologies, but we could have placed Clinton Morrison. Yeah. He's that. a good pundit as well, by the way. He's a good pundit, but mm. for me, he's not on the same calibre oh, as nah, I agree with that. some of these other mm. guys. Or we could have put Garth Crooks, who's been there for many years. But for me... Yeah, I, don't, I don't rate Garth, Garth Crooks. If I do you see what I'm saying? And there's, yeah. that's when you need to then start looking at whether... But then that's us analysing someone based on their performances. That's not based yeah. on race. That's not and me praising every black person you just mentioned. That's me saying, it. I don't like him because his opinion's a bit you know, off or he's better than this person, you know? And this is how it should be. And it's clear to see the people that are kicking up a fuss still have that warped view 
yeah. of how things should be. And they do, unfortunately, are upset and annoyed. So yeah. should Makai Richards and Alex Scott be bothered? No. Should we bask in the fact that they're being pushed for these type of roles? 100%. If people aren't going to join the journey, that's up yeah. to them. I, I say we should just celebrate these things. And I think it's amazing that they're on to you. And I liked the, the post that he did as well, where he mentioned that um, that to all black or anyone of um, ethnicity, different ethnicities, to look at him and use him as an example. Mm. That if they want to be within this kind of industry, just go for it. Do what you have to do, but work hard and be knowledgeable and do what you have to do. Obviously, we're fellow podcasters as well who maybe aspire to be on the big screen one day. So... It's nice to see someone like that speaking so highly and someone we can kind of look on up to as well at the same time. So I think what he said on uh, Monday Night Football was, was fantastic. I think he expressed himself in a very professional way. Didn't sound, you know, he could have done it. In the, he done it in the best way. Like he could have been a bit more sort of like extreme the way he would have wanted to present himself. But at the same time, if you speak in that tone, you're kind of letting those haters or however you want to label them win as well at the same time mm-hmm. so um props to him and props to Alice Scott I hope I see them more on screen because I think they're fantastic pundits um and no one should be judged based on their race or their gender so um so good on him I think it's good that he spoke that out loud as well because sometimes it has to be done Raheem Sterling did that last year as well and look how the media are writing articles now they've changed their tone a little bit I'm not saying it's like a lot better now, but towards him is probably better. Do you understand? So, yeah, uh, I think just yeah, just to and round up. I think you're right, and I think whilst this is something to be celebrated, there's still a long way to of go. Of course, of course, you know, and we can't rest on these things. And you're right; it should be celebrated. So, props to those two individuals and many more that are coming through. Of course. Know, so, no, I agree because for me, like, I don't see a lot of Asian presenters mm-hmm. on TV. Um, I don't see a lot of people within football that are Asian as well. So for me, this is just a gateway for more people to, you know, feel comfortable and go ahead and achieve their dreams or whatever aspirations that they have to continue to do that. So mm. I think, look, it's good, it's fantastic to have a role model like that. You know, growing up for us is probably Ian Wright, where he'd be on TV as well. And we'd like look at him and you can see his personality and like you want people's personalities to be on screen. You don't really need a, a robot to kind of just do and say whatever the the screen says in front of him, you know? Like, it should be how he feels and how he expresses himself. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Alex Scott as well. Like, she's come from a football background as well, and she's educated. So, so uh, for me, it's just ridiculous how these people get away with making these kind of comments. But thankfully, the corporate side of it haven't looked at these comments or hasn't influenced their decision to recruit people like Alex Scott and Michael Richards. So... Mm. So, yeah, it is, it is a time for celebration. So, I think long may it continue. Hopefully, we'll see more people who deserve to be in these positions um, on Sky Sports and BT Sports and the other bigger channels. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, so, on to the next topic. Well, it's not next topic. I just wanted to talk about a few transfer deals that have taken part, uh, place in the last week. Um, the biggest one for me is Thiago and Jota. Two mm. signings in one day. Like, that was just... I literally had a headache that day. I'm not lying to you, Sid, because mm. one minute we signed Thiago, like one hour later, it's like, yeah, we're getting Jota. And I'm like, nah, this is just... You know when you're on Twitter, it's just that like rumours, you can't, it can't be true. Yeah. You signed two players in one day, like... I was ecstatic 
that we got Thiago. I, I'm not gonna say I thought it was gonna happen. I wanted it to happen, but the difference between wanting it and then actually for it to happen is different. It's the, it's the first time that Liverpool have actually signed a world class player to the club. Like we've signed players that are top class or on the verge of being world class, but no one that was like ready made or is known as the or one of the best midfielders in the world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, that's a big statement. And in terms of Jota, uh, Jota the Shotter, as people like to call him on, on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> what, a um, what a name. Perfect signing for me, in my opinion. Um, uh, our assistant manager today said it in the, in the press conference that he's a pressing machine. And when you watch him play, he's literally like that as well. Like, he can play across the front three, which is perfect because we've always discussed rumours about who would come into Liverpool and be cover or challenge for the front three. But we've got one player here who can play across the front three with ease as well. So mm-hmm. perfect signing. Some probably alarm bells in terms of the fee, but I don't know if you know the way we've done these deals are quite smart. And that goes down to Michael Edwards. Um, so the Thiago deal we're paying 5 million per year across four years and then Jota is 10% the first year which is 4.5 so we've virtually paid 9.5 right now for these two players mm, so we amazing. haven't paid up front mm. yeah so that's the I think people might you know disagree with me but that's the reason why we didn't get Werner in the end because it was a release clause which you have to pay 47 million on the spot and at this current state and to be fair, at this minute, the world seems like in such a crazy place right now. I'm praying that football doesn't get cancelled because it, it might do at this stage. There's no certainty about that. So, um, Liverpool had to do what's best for the club and what's best in terms of business interests as well. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited about these two players joining. I think they're the perfect players for us. Um, one more player, maybe I'm even a bit greedy, but one more player, uh, a centre back. Not really too fast who it is, but we just need numbers as well in, in terms of our squad. So yeah, what do, you think, what do you think of the signing? Let's see, let's see what you think about it. I think Thiago. I mean, that goes without saying. Thiago is the biggest game changer. I think you know he just brings that quality, experience, winning mentality, and I think one thing that I was saying a few weeks ago is that if you didn't, you know, upgrade your squad. Yeah. I would see you struggling to retain the league because mm. regardless of whether you win a squad, you've always got to get that something extra. Yeah. You know, so you don't... I think left. we would have nicked it, to be honest. I think we have enough quality, but I, I think it would have been another thing where it would have been down to luck, where everyone has to stay fit throughout the whole season for us to achieve the league. But right now, I feel like we've got the perfect cover with Jota um, and also Thiago. With Thiago, there's a lot of he can play with any of our central midfielders and still maintain that balance within the team, which is fantastic. Mm. And because he's a deep play, deep playmaker as well, he can kind of dictate play as well at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's going to bring a lot of variation to our play as well as predictability because um, everyone says, oh, Genie, Wijnaldum, Milner, Henderson, blah, blah, blah. They're all the same players. But now we've got someone who's completely different to all of them. So mm. it will add to our game. And Jota gets goals. He literally is the shotter. Like he just gets goals. So to be he's honest, not the typical. He's not a typical wide man. He's actually like a forward playing inside. He's an inside forward, mm. and he gets the goals and he scores a lot of goals. Very strong on the ball. Like I'm not. There's like highlights of him on YouTube where you can see that people 
find it hard to shrug him off the ball. He's not the biggest fella either, mm. but he does really well on the ball and he's just electric as well. Provides assists and scored many goals as well. So for me, fantastic piece of business from Liverpool there. Mm. Really happy with that. Um, another couple of signings. So literally that, I think it was on the Friday these signings were announced. Um, Spurs were probably as jubilant as Liverpool fans that day as well. They signed Regulon and mm. Bell on mm. the same day. So what's your thoughts on that? Because not, not to give you a little cheeky dig there, but they're both linked to United. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about them. I'm not going to lie. I, people are like, oh, we missed out on Bill, we missed out on Regulon. Oh, yawn. Get Would you have liked them in your team and be no. honest? No. Really? No. Bale, what? what? <laughs> when does Bale play? See, don't be bitter. Oh, no. Honestly, I said this to everyone. <laughs> Bale, people, oh, we missed out on Bale. Okay, what do you do? Do you see what I'm saying? Bale yeah. is 31. Yeah. yeah. He hardly plays. Look at him now. He's not going to be fit for another month, they're saying. Oh, yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And the, this is what I'm saying. People are like, oh, yeah, you know, he missed out. Missed out on what? Playing, paying X amount on his wages and yeah. then for him to just sit on the bench. I'm all right. If we need a statement signing, I'd rather push and go out for Sancho. Do you see what I'm saying? But then, Sancho's not happening this year. Would no, you no, be no, disappointed no, no. if Sancho doesn't happen? No, but I've come to accept it. I want him to come. There's a big difference. Wanting mm. and getting is, do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Let's be real. Like, he's not going to come fine, but I'm not then going to be like, oh, yeah, waiting until October the 5th. Please, 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 please. You <laughs> we have to be honest with it. Bale, I'm all right, thanks. Like, people are just like, oh, you've missed out. No, let's keep it moving. If you're going to dwell on that, you're not going to... You're not I think it was that. always a gamble if it was any other club because I think... For him to go back to Spurs is just a more of a fitting move, where it's his former club. There's more of a romance kind of about it for him going back to, back home, basically, isn't it? So, um, if I'm honest, so yeah, I, I understand I that. I don't see like a top club going all out for Bell because they see what he brings. Yeah, well, well he doesn't bring anymore. It's his salary, to be fair. I think financially, it. it was been a disaster for most clubs to try and get him, but finishes as well. Um, it would have been, a, I think, a big deal as well, especially if you were expecting him to play every game. That's not possible at this stage. So, Regulon, I think it's um, a great signing. I was very impressed with him last season watching him in the Europa League. Um, I think the concern for other teams not signing was the buyback clause. Mm. But the thing with buyback clause, clauses is that it's an agreed fee during a certain period of time where that can be activated. But it still comes down to the player if he wants to leave. Mm. And it also comes down to the player if they actually want to want him back. But rumours are kind of known as that club where they do buyback clauses for all of the players they sell. Yeah. And what they normally do is they buy them back, <laughs> but then they sell them for more money. Yeah. And Morata was a um, prime, example. prime example for that as well. Speaking of Morata, you know he just got signed to Juventus today. Yeah, I saw, I saw. It's, it's a merry-go-round, isn't it? must get a bonus for him to be going back and forth to these amazing clubs. Like, he, how he does it, I don't know. Atletico, Real, Chelsea, Juve twice. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't add up. Yeah. You know, Suarez well has gone back to, well, not back to, but he's joined uh, Atletico Madrid today as well. So I saw him crying leaving the training ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was he? I didn't even saw that. Yeah, was he, he crying? Was. He was crying, yeah. That's because he's, he's getting investigated for cheating on his um, exam for getting an Italian passport, apparently. So, 
I don't know how true that is, but that's the that's the that's the talk of the town at the minute. So, um, so let's highlight some rumors that I found quite interesting this week. Um, Delhi Ali to PSG, bit of a random one. Uh, what are your thoughts on that story? I think again, it's just a random one. I don't I don't see him going. Um, yeah. I think he's is just it because get... he hasn't started in the last couple of games, so people are just trying to put one and two together and of course try it and say, is. Oh, maybe Jose is not. His fan anymore just because of the documentary as well it was quite evident that jose didn't believe that um he's a good trainer and he kind of believed that he didn't have the the winner's mentality as well to be at the top yeah i mean there's obviously difficulties between the two that's obvious it doesn't need a genius yeah. to work that one out but i don't think they'll patch it up just you know it'll be another yeah. pogba situation he will have to start him soon enough just you know what i'm saying because yeah. Keeping Deli Ali hasn't been performing for a while, but he's still a top quality player. You can't deny oh, of that. Of course so. he is. Last year he he showed he showed that last year when Jose joined. So there's yeah. still ability in it. It's just trying to get the best out of him. So yeah, I, I, ju- yeah, I just see how that one talk, isn't it? But, um, yeah, it is. I agree. Uh, another one is uh, Tellez, a left back linked with United. I think I spoke to you off air today. I think mm. that would be an amazing sign if you get him. Yeah, either do- top top player. Yeah, that that excites me. I mean, yeah, it's another addition, and you know we have a good competition on that left back spot. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Brandon Williams, yeah. still young, so he's got a lot to learn. Luke Shaw, like on his day, I I still rate him. Like, yeah, his weight is an issue, but you know, tell us, Luke but Shaw, to take you forward as a team. That's what you have to start looking at now. That's, how, if that's the position you want to be in, in the future. I wouldn't say he's a player to take us forward. I'll definitely say he's a good alternative. Like, if we're resting, say we do get Tellers, you know, yeah. I would happily... Yeah, would that not hamper um, Williams' development if you have too many left-backs in the squad? Um, but supposedly Williams can actually play on the right as well. Really? Um, yeah, supposedly. All right. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, in sense of first team opportunities it will hamper him but you know yeah. it could be one of those things where competition is good for anyone if you take an opportunity yeah, and you three, seize it three in one position is quite a lot though it's normally two per position you know yeah what I'm it is but you've seen both of them do get injuries throughout the season yeah Luke Shaw especially yeah, do you see yeah. what I'm saying so effectively you can say it's two two yeah. majority of the time I don't think you ever have three of them fit at one time mm. definitely you know. But yeah, it's good. Um, it's good times. Max Aaron's to Barca. That's a shock. That's an interesting one, you know, because he was linked to uh, buying a, a few weeks ago. Mm. Uh, Barca have just sold um, mm. Semedo to Wolves, which is for me a fantastic deal. I don't know how mm. they pulled that off, but that's yeah. a great deal. It's the agent, isn't it? That right hand side is going to terrorize the whole Premier League. Semedo and Traore. Can you Traore. imagine that? I don't even <laughs> I'm not even going to watch when we play Wolves because. <laughs> it's just going to be a struggle. Yeah. Um, that, is a, that would be a good sign. I, it's a bit of a strange one. It's like loans and then add-ons and it's not quite clear-cut in terms of what they want to do. Mm. Um, at the minute, they're a selling club. They can't recruit until they sell numbers. Um, so they've sold Vidal uh, to Inter for one million. Like, I've just sold him for three. <laughs> What's the one million going to do? Um, Even Suarez is... One as well. And Suarez is gone. So three players there. Suarez only went for three point seven mil. 
He went for money. I thought it was a free as well. No, no, he went for, I think it was like 3.7. They're just trying to get rid of players now. That's literally all it is. That's literally, get these players off the wage, wages as well because mm. obviously they must be, I think they've put, including Messi as well. Messi earns God knows how much. I think close to like a mil a week or something. It's mad. So they have to kind of break the, the wage bracket somewhere, isn't it? So um, another one is uh, Ismail Assad to Liverpool. So even though we signed uh, Jota, that was a bit of a surprise one, but apparently we're close. Um, but I'm not really t- like, I actually tweeted um, the day we signed Jota that, oh, I'm being greedy here, but what if we get Sar as well? Um, but I don't think it will happen. I think w- if it was to happen, we would have to sell quite a few players. So that would include... Uh, Shakiri mm-hmm. and probably Wilson, who I believe is linked with um, Burnley today. Uh, so Burnley are in discussions with us to to purchase um, Wilson for about 15 to 20 million. Um, so that'd be a good deal on his part for his own development. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Sade. You know, the idol plays for, for the club as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good fit on that part, but. But yeah, that wraps up our rumours and wraps up our episode as well. So thank you for listening and watching. Um, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Um, so next episode, we'll highlight Matrix 3. Um, actually, I just remembered, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. How did you do, Sid? I, I think I'm on the uh, top of the points. So, top of what? I'm joking, I'm 59th. Oh, uh, Sid, you're uh, dropping down. Yeah. yeah What's this- happened? I didn't know. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't do it this week. I uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't update my team in time, so I, I totally missed that. So no, so I, I totally missed the mark on that. But next week I'll be back strong. Yeah, yeah. I just want to give a couple of shout-outs. So uh, the manager of the week in our league is a is someone named Sadiq Khan. He got 98 points in one week. That's amazing. I thought I did go. I got 90 points and I was just like jumping around. But yeah, he certainly beat my score there. Um, another of our um, participants, his freshness, Edgar, as he likes to call himself. Uh, he's still number one with 166 points. And close to second is someone I know very well, is my manager from work who's joined the league, um, Mr. Andy Lewis. So he's uh, close with 159 points. So... Nice. I've got a little bit of rivalry with my manager as well because we've got our own work league and I'm joint, I'm second and he's first. So oh, really? We've got, yeah, so we've got our own little uh, rivalry going on there. But yeah, he's doing well. Um, yeah, I'm fifth. So I'm not too disappointed about that. I've got 90 points. So I'm on 149 points. So the guys above me, I'm coming for you guys. Yeah. You know, I want that I want that first spot. So yeah, I'm not, not, not a good loser. So yeah, so I'll, <laughs> I'll be there. Um but yeah, that wraps us up. So thank you guys. Thanks for listening or watching. Um, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with some more content. Uh, who knows? We might even do a live stream for Sid on transfer deadline day where he, you know, he might get Sancho that day. You never know. So, um, <laughs> or he might be disappointed. He might not. He might end up signing David Brooks or someone. Yeah. Um, ship. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, thank you and see you soon. Take care.